Last time on Taverns and Caverns, Omog the Ogre, who is me talking? I am Omog, hello! Omog did a great battle with Yaksha, but was injured and needed to rest by tree. Luckily for Omog, another group of purifiers found me and healed me up. I am very thankful. We were then attacked by more little Yaksha, but the powerful Yaksha that I did battle with before was not there. I am now worried. After making new friends though, Omog showed his friends the cave where Omog believes the big Yaksha is living. Inside, it is waiting for us. I just know it. Episode 67, Nightmare of Tano Village. So as Omog destroys the last one, Omog's looking around. There doesn't seem to be any more coming around. But at this point, Omog just points back to the north. Omog wants to finish this. Let us slay Yaksha boss. He begins to walk up north towards the cave he spoke about. Oh, I guess we're slaying Yaksha boss then. He Boston? Boss then. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Bring us! Also, as he's doing that, Omog looks over at Roy. And shakes his head. Also, Omog does not know what Roy is saying, but it is very embarrassing. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The way what? he talks, it is embarrassing. Are you talking Why? about Roy? You're talking about Hotha. Roy. I forget what he said. I forgot Points what he said Roy's. already. <laughs> something, <laughs> something about I bring the thunder. You oh. are not Omnikami. You are just human. Damn. If he then, said you're weird and I don't like it, I'm going to bully you. Bring back bullying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've been in this group for five minutes. Right? Like, goddamn, brother. It's like the first day of school. Calm and down. we only been in it for 10. Uh, <laughs> look at him. He's fitting in. <laughs> yeah, with Yome. Well, Omog understands Roy can be strong. You show strength. Omog likes strength. But Roy says weird things. Bring the thunder. No. Bring the thunder is earthly sky dragons and Omnikami. Not him. Can you bring the thunder? <laughs> Me. Didn't Are I? you blessed by the gods? I mean, I am blessed with my intelligence, but you know. Hashtag blast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to feel the thunder, I got this concoction I've been making. I don't know. Don't take that. <laughs> Do not take it. I don't know what it is, but you don't want to take it. <laughs> I roll first. Yeah. I don't trust it. Come on, let's just kill this thing. He's like, right? quit talking about how I'm weird, guys. He's not from <laughs> this area, right? He's from the same island you're from. Well, no, that's the island he was on. That's not where he's from, right? That's that's where he's born. Yes. Oh. Well, then I don't have an excuse for you. Sorry. I was going to be like, you know, he's not from around here. <laughs> Never mind. It's just a little awkward. He's not. You remind me of the characters in books my my brother used to read. Power Rangers. Right, trying to drop poses. the Super Sentai memes. Um, what kind of power did these rangers have, perchance? 
they had funny magic. Omog doesn't understand magic. Omog only understands strength. Well, let's put that strength to some use. Let's go towards this Yaksha boss, you said. Yes. I heard that the Yellow Ranger didn't have a skirt because in the original version of Super Sentai, it was actually it, a boy and they had to it make was. it a girl for the US version. For the uh, What island are we on? It's a man, baby. Our island version. So they had to replace it with a girl when it's out of costume. But in costume, it was actually a boy. Stella spins around and does the same role as the Black Ranger. <laughs> so if you were simping on the Yellow Ranger, that was a boy. It's a man, baby. <laughs> that's all right. We, we respect so- that. Lerdoy is going to uh, kind of mutter <laughs> under his breath. Uh, pretty much strength is the only thing you understand. Oof. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. You getting spicy? Let's <laughs> <laughs> call him up. Oof. Okay, let's not fight him. Let me make a roll. Ooh. Oh, oh no, no, no. I rolled a 19. <gasps> oh. oh, he heard you all the way up there. Omog's ears, uh, they twitch a bit. He looks over at Lerdoy. Who you calling Oaf? I am Omug, not Oaf. No, no, he probably just pronounced your name wrong. You know he doesn't know anything. He's a little weird about cultural understandings. Don't worry about it. Let's go fight monsters. She like pushes him with the a little bit with her mace, not like enough to like hit him. You know what I'm saying? But like pushing who? Roy. Oh, Roy. She just pushes him a little bit with the mace, you know, the pointy end. He, he scoots along. Not be insulted. Too late. Let's go. <laughs> Onward! Omog did not insult. Omog just say, you say weird things. Just don't appreciate fine work and art. It's what it is. Let's go. Like He's just a really bad poetry artist don't worry about it it is okay omog is bad at poetry too oh, i've heard oh, that oh, about oh. orcs are you an orc <laughs> what i am ogre what is ogre, wrong with whatever you? i forgot the word okay shit <laughs> let's get out of here before we all get into a big fight omog's gonna keep walking north toward the cave he spoke about he's an ogre so as he's walking, yes, he is an ogre, a large ogre. <laughs> I'll forget next time, but I'll pretend like I'm going to remember. So as you walk further towards this cave he spoke about, you guys do begin to see. Oh, actually, Hota, make me another investigation check. You got it. Shit, investigation, right? Yeah. All right. All right, and 11. So as you continue to the north somewhat, after a couple of minutes, you begin to look around as you're going. I'm assuming that you're assessed what your character would do anyways. Oh, yeah. You find the four footprints again that you spotted earlier in the forest. And they are leading away from the group towards this cave that Omug mentioned. The prints just appear out of nowhere. Interesting. Are we dealing like with some, some witch or shit? We're dealing with something invisible. They just appeared. Omog does not think it is invisible. Invisible still leaves footprint. 
Maybe uh, fly. Oh, you got I the fucking point. told you this bear can fly. I don't want to hear about flying bears. <laughs> it has a beak. Can- Wouldn't be surprised if it had wings. It has a beak. It can fly. You s- you guys- it's an owl bear. Fuck. <laughs> Have you been smoking my stuff? No, but I've I- heard of these. This is one of the things I got picked up by. Albert, Albert do not have wings, though. Oh. Well, owls do. Yeah, these were rumors. <laughs> you, know, you can't really see what picked you up if you're under the talons, you know. Am I really about to find some nightmare fuel in this guy? Omog looks over at you, Roy. Like Omog, or Roy, uh, Hota. Like Omog said, I did battle. It is big. Same size as Omog, very strong, like bear with claws and beak. Also, I do not know or remember wings, but maybe it grew wings like Red Bull. (laughs) Flying bears and Red Bulls. All right, I'm going into this cave. I'm going to figure this thing out. I'm tired of hearing nonsense. Don't go alone. He's marching, I chin I forward. Hear wounds on myself. <laughs> Felicia's like, "Fuck this!" I got sixteen HP, bro. <laughs> oh. Also, yeah. your your weapon is gone. It only lasts for a minute. What the fuck? <laughs> I would not have done that if I had realized that. Your weapon only lasts for one minute. All right, so I'm gonna reveal a map to the left. So go ahead and place your characters at the center cave. And I know there's sand on the map. Just pretend it's not sand. All right. It's everywhere. So as the party slowly begins to walk into this cave, I won't even make you guys roll for it because it's going to hit you in the face. You quickly are hit by this pungent smell of death. You can smell corpses. And you can see and hear flies buzzing around. And right in front of you, when you first step into the cave, there is the corpse of what looks to be a villager from Tano Village lying there in a pool of blood. And the body is torn to shreds. Both of the arms are cut off of it. Part of its body looks like it's been stabbed and probably even eaten upon. But it's pure darkness in this cave. So if you're gonna have to, if you want to see further in, you have to make me some perception checks. We are going to make those perception checks. Yome has a nine. Yome, you can't see all that much from where you're at. Actually, my perception sucks. So he's gonna try it anyway. Oh God. Oh. Okay. So (laughs) I got some a twenty. Stella got a twelve, and then the rest of you have twenties. So. Hota and Roy both got the 20 perceptions. Okay, so everyone but Yome, since she's in the back healing herself, makes sense. You can see further into the cave with your dark vision. You can see as the cave goes further, there seems to be cave walls to your left and right. And it looks like they have corners. So you can't see around the corners until you move further in. But as you look straight into the cave, you don't spot anything straight ahead. But you can tell the next area of the cave is more open. You just can't see around the corners. But immediately to your left, you also see several bones scattered around what looks like a little campfire. 
but the body that's torn in front of you looks to be more fresh. And again, you smell just death. You don't hear anything. What do you do? Looks like we found this person a little too late. Um, can Cairo's <laughs> survival to see if there's any tracks or anything? Or yeah, do you could. We... 15 survival. Those footprints from outside, the four footprints, they go right into the cave. You can see them walking further in the cave. And as you inspect more, on the floor, you see those same prints all over. This thing has walked all over the cave. So you can't tell right now which way it might have went last versus first. There's, It's just walked around this cave for your knowledge, possibly weeks. Oh, my God. We're in its house. Oh, it certainly seems like that. I'm going to move a little silently. Do you want Omog to go first? Yeah, you're the one that has been here before. You pissed it off. Wouldn't he have low HP? He has, had, yeah. he has lower HP, yes. I think I'll take the charge. Um, yes, he's, he's kind of nervous. He's going <laughs> to inch forward, sw- uh, swing his head left and right. All right, so as you Inch forward again. All right, so as you do so, I'm going to reveal more of the areas to you. Yep. You, you are scared. Uh, Roy, Roy's going to go follow him, too. Okay. Yeah, I said Omug offered to go, but remember, Omug is injured from before. He only got a couple HP back, so he's still pretty hurt. So keep that in mind. All right, so as the two of you sneak forward a little bit, I'm going to reveal more of the cave to your left and right around the corners. Mm. As I do so, or as you do so, you see several more corpses lying around this cave. And from the looks of it, they look like they are villagers as well. Many of them are torn to pieces as if this creature started eating them, possibly. Many of them are missing limbs. There's blood splattered everywhere. However, there is one or two out of about the eight villagers in this cave that looks somewhat off to both you, Hota, and Aroy. Make me perception checks or investigation checks to see what is off about them, if you can see. Oh, you both rolled 19, too. What the oh, hell? man. Same mind. <laughs> yeah. So as you're looking around, you notice about out of the eight, there's about two of them that are not missing their limbs. However, they're lying on the floor, twitching. Almost in a really like a horrific way where their bodies seem to be somewhat possessed. But what makes them definitely different other than the twitching is their skin seems to slowly be shifting into this scaly substance. And it's like a dark blue skin tone on these scales have. And their bodies are beginning to shift into more of a deformed version of themselves. Because both of you are from Ashai, you automatically immediately know that they are becoming corrupted by Moritai. The corruption has gotten to them. And they're in the process of changing into a Yaksha. Oh, my word. We should burn these bodies. 
Why? They're transforming into Yorkshire as we speak. Oh, we shit. should burn them. Uh, I agree. Yes. Yes. Start How? setting fire. The whole cave or the bodies? The bodies. <laughs> Wait. Okay. The whole do we, know that, do we know the cave's empty? Before we just start, you know, doing shit? Doesn't matter. I mean, either we get rid of these two now or we'll have more. Uh, Leroy is going to pull out his gauntlet. He's getting ready to fire firebolt. Oh, all right. Spreading himself. Dang, let me fire. get out of the way. Right. Well, I'm about to waste spells <laughs> on the corpse. I'll be back here. Me and big old Mugly. All right, I'll put little red, little red icons of the on the two that are transforming somewhat far apart. Omug steps forward a little further into the cave behind you. You say people transform into Yaksha. Yes. There is no saving someone once corruption of Moritai takes over. It is like ogre that turn into oni. You cannot save. We must destroy all yaksha. It is mercy for people to kill if turn into yaksha. Well, let's give them some mercy. Um, so are, you don't spot the creature at all anywhere. Yeah, right. Holt is just gonna go towards this one and just try to. He's gonna try to do something, man. He's. Chop his head off. He got no fire. <laughs> All right. So real quick, let's do turn order real quick because I don't know who's going doing what. So I'm going to turn up the turn order. Go ahead and do your initiatives. I'll roll for Omug. Ooh, Omug got a one. Okay. Yeah, to the dark. 18. <laughs> All right. So it looks like Stella is first, Roy, Yome, and Hota's at a 15. So Hota's last and then Omug. So, or Stella, what are you doing while Oma or Roroy and Hota are doing their thing? Or are you just going to stay behind? Or Stella. You're talking to me, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch the entrance. Okay. Hurry yeah. up, you guys. I got a feeling he'll be back soon. All right. So, Stella's going to stay at the entrance. Roy, it'll be a, your turn next. Are you going to shoot a fireball at one? Yep. Are you gonna, one up here in the corner. Are you going to shoot one? The opposite one that Hota went to. Yes. All right. So make me an attack roll. All right. 24 will hit. So do some damage. All right. So nine points of fire damage. As you shoot a firebolt at the transforming villager, the twitching figure is hit by your firebolt. And part of its clothing soon erupts in the flames. And as the body takes that fire damage, it is shaking and twitching even more violently. And it begins to scream out in this horrifying voice. And as it's screaming out, the man's head, the upper part of its body sits up rather quickly. Its head begins to spin in a 180 as he's screaming in pain from the fire. You did not fully destroy him, but you definitely started the process anything else that you're doing uh he is going to get closer oh yeah about right there all right so you move close to the one you just shot okay yeah and yome as the two allies move closer to these individuals what are you doing move here can i hit him you can smack him yeah i can smack them with your mace if you want 
you have advantage because technically it's unconscious to roll again. I like that it's unconscious and I roll a six. Yeah. <laughs> you got that hotel luck right now. <laughs> all right. 12 is not all that much better, but because they're not like fighters or anything, they don't have a high armor class. You smack with a 12, go ahead and do damage. For eight bludgeoning, you smack head. this person's face with your mace. And as you do so, no. the head goes spinning to the side and its eyes open brightly at you. You see these, these dark yellow beast-like eyes now staring up at you from this human's face. And its mouth opens as this black ooze begins to come out and it begins to scream up at you while the body is still violently twitching. Ooh, kill it. <laughs> Oda, your turn. Nasty. Uh, Julish, he's um, he's kind of cringing back from the sound. He's going to uh, try to slice its head off with uh, the scimitar. Oh, that's a 20. Go ahead and for three slashing damage plus that eight bludgeoning from Oh, Yome. and a sneak attack since... I have my teammate near me. And I do have advantage, right? Yeah. All right. Just what I like to hear. Oh! All right. So we are just rolling like <laughs> hot shit today. So three plus five sneak attack damage. How do you kill this transferring, this this Yaksha in the process, this villager? He, he cringes back when he starts making noise and does a quick horizontal uh, slash to cut his head off. Make you, it quick. As you cut the head off of this poor villager that's turning into a Yaksha, you see what would normally be blood go flying when the head gets lopped off is this black ooze. And as the head is midair, the black ooze coming from its neck that would be the blood, you see it begins to form into a hand and it attempts to grab onto the head to pull it back onto the body, but it misses. And the head hits the ground as the ooze from the neck, the hand begins to sway back and forth as the head still continues to scream. And the hand from the neck soon just drops into a puddle of ooze. You destroyed this Yaksha. What the hell? Uh, Dismember it and keep keep the pieces away from the body. Oma, or did you do anything else, Hota? Uh... No. All right. He's gonna take a step back away from it. <laughs> did I did I paint a horrifying picture? Yeah, you? yeah. I'm seeing I'm seeing some dead space. He's gonna step back. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna do the, the intelligent thing, you know. All right, Omog's turn. Omog's gonna just take a step forward to see what's going on. He doesn't leave Stella behind too far just because he knows that that boss Yaksha may still be around. And he's looking around, and he just has his glaive ready. He's breathing heavily, looking around. Be careful of corruption. You do not want to be corrupted. All right. So he can't really do anything. So it is now round two. At this point, I made a roll. So give me one second. Oh, no. Right. And I'm going to add the initiative for this. Yes, it is the Yaksha boss. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> so possibly. really quick, I need, uh, what are your passive perceptions, Yome, Hota, and Roroy? Because you're in the cave. 11. 15. 11. 11. And yeah, Yome has a 15. Okay. I'm going to make a roll. I'm making a stealth roll right now. Oh, geez. <laughs> so I, I rolled 
I rolled a 12 plus whatever it's stealth is going to be. So that's going to be enough for Yome to hear this. But other two do not hear this at all. Yome, as the three of you are in the cave trying to take care of these transforming villagers, you hear, you almost don't hear it. It is extremely silent, but you hear some rocks falling from the ceiling, like little pebbles. And as you do so, you look up into the darkness with your dark vision and where the caves, what's the ones that are hanging from the top? Stalactites or stalagmites? Whatever, which one? I can't remember. Tights? It's have to hold on tight. I don't remember. Might has to grow with all their mites. So they grow from the bottom. Is that true? Like I'm flipped. <laughs> oh no! Stalactites. Yeah, stalagmites tights. are from the floor. Yeah, oh. tights have to hold on tight. That's okay. why they come okay. from the top. There you, you go. See? All right. Oh, that was real. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were asking. That's a good way to remember. It. Well, I know so there's certain. a way. I, that's how it is. But it's kind of hard because it's like, well, they could hold on with all their might too. You know. Yep. So the stalagmites. Bill Nye So from the stalactites up above, you you hear some of that that rock pebbles kind of just falling to the ground very lightly. And as you hear that, your ears, your fox ears, kind of twitch. You look up slightly, and because you have dark vision, you can see this up above, hanging off the stalactite. You see this large creature grasping onto the stalactite, staring directly down at you, Yome. I'm going to place it. Why'd you put that bitch right on top of me? <laughs> oh! That thing is awesome. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. Thing my game ain't loaded yet. What you see hanging up above, I upside down on the ceiling of the cave. Its head is fully turned like an owl. It is indeed technically an owl bear. It has the body of a bear, but the head and face of an owl. However, owl bears are normally magical creatures that rarely will show up, but they act for the most part like a normal animal. This, on the other hand, it is a corrupted owlbear. You can see the feathers coming off of its face have become dark and gritty. It looks as if it's falling apart. The skin underneath the feathers is melting. It has pitch black eyes that can stare that's staring into your soul. As the beak slowly opens, you see it begin to s- drop parts of its saliva, this black ooze coming down as its head is in a complete 180 or whatever turn looking at you. And its claws are massive. And sprouting from its back, you can see these bone-like feathery wings. And it just looks down at you. And it begins to screech out violently as you notice it. Roy, as it screeches, you look up. It is right above you, almost directly above you, behind you. Hota, you hear it as well. Everyone hears this massive screech at this point. And as it does so, it drops to the ground right next to you, Roy. And when it drops, its claw comes slashing at you. <gasps> that is a fucking crit. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Okay. So as the claw comes Roll down. another character, Rod. 
Right. It's over for you. That is going to be 17 points of slashing damage. Oh, my God. We got to get the fuck out of here. Run. We don't need his body. Let's just go. (laughs) Run. Hello? Uh, that was Julian Washington. That's why. That's why Stella sat by the door. She said, "I'm gonna get the fuck out of here when all these motherfuckers go down." Roy, that was its first attack. Oh my, Ryan! You literally just said (laughs) it has two attacks. It's everything you fucking give us has two attacks. I swear to Christ, does something have one arm? It's fighting four of you. Technically, five of you. Can you give something one arm? <laughs> well, Plus, the second attack is the beak. I rolled a 12. Does that hit you? Uh no, it does not. So it misses with its beak. As it slashes through you, Roroy, you feel your armor. It's as if it just doesn't protect you at all. It goes right through it. And you can see the claws on this thing are they're not standard owlbear-like claws. The claws on this are twice the size of a normal owlbear. And the claws have this black aura that's oozing off of it. As it attempts to bite you with its beak, you're able to dodge it, and it just hisses at you. Stella, it is now your turn. You hear this screech. What are, you can't see it right now, but what are you doing? What's going on in there? Omug looks back at Stella since he's in front of you. Yaksha boss, attack your friend. We must kill it. Everybody's down. Um, you like that picture, Rob? It is um uh, creepy. Little, little disturbing. Yeah, I don't like that picture. <laughs> is this a is this guy that I donk on the head dead or no? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is the other guy dead? No, the other one's not dead. <sighs> okay, so Poor I'm boy. not really going to. Uh... So technically, you don't know where the creature is yet until you get further in, but you know it's there's there only somewhere. one area to run in anyway. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, it doesn't need to see me. It just needs to hear me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not really moving. I'm just shouting through the cave. Stopping me, dropping me. Dude, who are you trying to be? Every time I open up my mouth, I drop that blade to hear every smoke I even sold the mic. You better run and play it. If you don't, then I'll just have to cast a vicious mockery. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) I cast a vicious mockery. It's a cantrip. Go ahead and post that. What's that do? So you uh, unleash a string of insults. If the target can hear you, does not have to understand you. It must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. Okay, so let me make the wisdom saving throw. All right, I got a 15. Is that high enough? You have a 14, so it passed. So it succeeded, so that means it does not take damage or the disadvantage. I barely passed it, though. Well, that's ass. (laughs) and that was a cantrip Um, yeah so cantrips are free uh, technically you don't have like a number of them you can cast them at limited times uh, but I can't do any bonus actions that's fine Um, I'm having a bonus action blows yeah I just don't want to use that yet All right, that's my turn I'm not moving okay Unless somebody needs me to move for advantage, but you're next to Yome, so. All right, cool. So is Roy down? No, he's not. Okay. No. Hey, close. No. <laughs> All right, Roy, it is your turn. What are you doing? You just got slashed. Blood is leaking from your body. What are you doing? Yeah. 
he screams after he screams out in pain. You know, get the fuck away from me. And uh, he's, oh, he, going to cast... he's not Super Sentai anymore. He's right. like, get the fuck out of here. He's ready to fight them yokai. Now look at him. He's he going said, to nah, cast, Power Rangers uh, run away. Thunder Wave. All right. Go ahead and share what that is. The Nagamet. Let me see that spell uh, description. I got it. Okay. All right. We have a thunderous force sweeps out of, uh, from you. Each creature in a 15 foot radius. Uh, must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away. On a success, the creature takes half damage and is not pushed. Okay. I have to beat a 13. Meter beat a 13. Constitution. All right. I rolled a four. So you definitely, it failed. So it'll take 2d8 thunder damage and it gets pushed back 10 feet. I'll Into the wall. Toward me? Well, there's <laughs> the gate, the gap, the gap is where... Oh That's true. Dude. Yeah. His ass about to die too. He's just like right above the guy. <laughs> right. He ain't nothing but a wood door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So roll the. Oh, he did nine, oh. nine thunder damage. So what, what that, this creature also. No, because it's no, behind it's, you. It's, it's, it's behind cube. you. It's 15 it's, foot. Uh, it's oh, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah, it's it. Wait, oh, wait. It's, a, it's cube. a cube. So yes, the other creature would take it too. It's a cube. So let me make. Uh, oh, I wrote a six. So that one will take. Nine points of damage. Well, well, I'm glad I wasn't one square up. It would have hit me too, brother. So as you create this thunder wave all around you in this 15-foot cube, the Yaksha villager that's shifting, it is slammed by your thundering wave. And after you did the fire damage, it goes flying to the wall and it drops to the ground. The head explodes from the thunder you just casted. And it's dead. The villager is dead. That's do you move anywhere? Uh, no. He's just breathing heavy. Just All right. Is that it? Trying to recover. Yeah, that's it. Yome. You don't want to move back, brother? <laughs> Yome's like, ah, oh, you making the fuck away. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No. Better, better, better. <laughs> He's going to move back. Uh, Damn. About another 15 feet behind him. Step back. Let's see his back to his senses. All right. Yo, May. I'm going to move up to him and give him a little touch touch for cure wounds. Okay. For seven points. Yeah. For seven points. That's better than nothing. Yeah. You get seven points of HP, right? All right. Is there anything else you can do? Uh, No, I can't. All right. So, with that being the case, Hota. It is your turn. Holta takes, walks about 10 feet, uh, braces his uh, right foot into the ground, takes out his dagger, and chucks it at the uh, Yaksha boss. Oh, he's throwing that shit? Yep. <laughs> 23 will hit. All right. For seven points of damage, you do add your dex to this because yep. it is your main attack. All right. So it pierces the Yaksha for seven points of damage and your dagger it begins to seep into the corrupted owlbear's skin as if it was sucking up your dagger and it's now stuck in the side of it oh i'll be coming back for that dagger anything else at the moment no all right it is now omog's turn omog turns his head and he stares at the yaksha you hurt omog you Kill innocent villager. Omog, destroy 
and you see he steps forward towards the Yaksha. He swings his massive glaive at it, Omug's glaive. And as that hits, the that's going to be 18. <laughs> he hits, and you see his massive glaive. It cuts into the side of this Yaksha, who's about the same size of, uh, as Omug, slightly bigger than Omug, for nine points of slashing damage. And you can see it, he draws some of that black ooze as the Yaksha screeches out in anger. Omug just looks at it. Did that hurt little birdie? Omog will kill you. And it is now the boss's turn. And with that being the case, it just screeches out in Omog's face. And the wings that were beginning to grow from its back, they burst out even further. And you just see these bone wings with a couple of feathers attached to them. Very necromantic looking. And as it does so, it just hisses and it's going to use a bonus action to basically move away from omug without an attack of opportunity kind of like a rogue's ability but that's its bonus action and it dives towards the rest of you and it has reach because it's a large creature and it slashes wildly and i'm gonna roll a 1d6 to see who it attacks out of the three of you. Oh, boy. All right. So I have one, two, and three. And that's going to be Hota. What's wrong with Omug? Why? He's the one that actually hit him. Right. That shit hurt it. Hit the one Omug blade. He said, not you, brother. I'm out of here. I wrote a 19. Oh, it hits. All right. You will be taking not a crit, so that's good. That is going to be with its claws, 14 points of slashing damage. And as it slashes you, it spins around and it tries to bite at you. That is going to be a 18. Ooh, that hit. Yes, that hits. That is going to be a total of nine points of pierce or uh, piercing damage. It bites into your shoulder. I didn't even heal him for that much. Oh. <laughs> 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 what was that? Uh, He's got uh, uh, <laughs> that super sentai shit going on. <laughs> All right. It's new round. Stella, it's your turn. Okay. Stella's like, I do not want to go in there. She's, okay. she's making sure she's got an out when we all die. All right, right. Stella runs away to get a new group. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's not pussy. She can't ever tell her story about how she saved the day if she doesn't save it, you know? Damn. <laughs> so she kind of moves up. A little closer to a mug. Traveled far and wide until my feet blistered. Watching days go and nights come amongst the shifters. The sound of wicked rhymes cloud your ear, your mind withers. The sinister sister that casts dissonant whispers. And I'm going to cast that at first level. Okay, dissonant whispers. So the target must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. It takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Okay, so let me make that save. That's a wisdom. 
Oh, I wrote poorly. I did not beat it this time. So you did six points. So it has to run away from you. Mm -hmm. And let's see. Up to its... So it can't run through Rory and Yome. So it's going to run. Let's see. One, two, three. Over here. All right. You're going to take 14 psychic damage. Yes. All right. Cool. And let's see. Right. Do I want to use that yet? Nah. Um, who's after me? Roy. I'll give Roy a, a Bardic Inspiration die. So you can use that on a throw or an attack. It's 1d6. I'll give him a little yellow icon so he knows he has Bardic Inspiration. Okay, and that's good for 10 minutes. Okay. Cool. Do you move anywhere or you stay there? <laughs> All right. Roy. It is now your turn. You have a bardic inspiration, so you get to add a D6 on any saving throws or attack rolls. If well, you choose first, to. If you choose yeah. to. You don't have to. He's going to do this one last time. Regain another three temporary hit points. And it's going to cast uh, Firebolt again. For 23. Deal your damage. That will hit. Ooh, nine points. Okay. And it slams up against the Yaksha, but it's not dead. It begins to burn parts of its feathers. That will be his turn. Yeah. All right. Yome, you're up. The Yaksha ran past Roy because of Stella, but it is still screeching out at you. Well, I ain't got nothing. The spells are gone. Sorry, Roy. <laughs> So I'll be going in here and give it a good whack. All right. So go ahead and attack with your mace. 13 to hit. That will hit it. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's wow. big. It's a little easier to hit. For eight bludgeoning damage, you smack the face, the beak with your mace, and the head goes to the side and just slowly turns it back, and it looks at you hissing. You said, stop trying to kill my friends. Right. Sorry. <laughs> You guys are my friends, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll see how the fight goes. <laughs> see if you're leaving my ass here or not. <laughs> All right. Hota's turn. True. Hota is breathing heavy and he's dragging the scimitar across the, the dirt floor. And he's going to use whatever strength he has left to charge at the Yakcha boss. All right. So and you use your dash action. Or were you well, able to walk over there? I can walk over there. Okay, cool. I have 30 feet. I just only 25 here. Okay. Um, and he's <laughs> he's gonna slash with a scimitar and get that uh sneak attack value. Okay. Let's hit. Oh. All right. So 12 is going to miss. Oh boy. Unfortunately. Well, that's it on that. Uh oh, I have my cunning action. I'm gonna go ahead and disengage. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> You see me slash, miss, and I did a Dark Souls roll backwards. <laughs> All right. Omug being pretty far, he's mm, probably not going to be able to make it. Let's see. He's not going to be able to make it, so he's going to wa uh, walk towards as close as he can get with his weapon to try and surround it. And it is that's all he can do. So it is now the Yaksha's turn. It hisses loudly. Yome, you smacked at it, so it's going to swing its claws at you. Oh, bad boy. I rolled a 22. Oh, oh. just kidding. <laughs> That's going to be, oh, no, 14 points of damage. He wasn't kidding. 
And then its, its wings begin to flap and it dives forward at you, Hota. Oh, let's try and bite you. 14, does that hit you? No. Woo, okay. I want you to have enough. Get away from me. And that's all of it can do on its turn. Stella, top of the round. All right. <clears throat> let's see. I'm going to move forward just a little bit. Make sure I'm in range. And she goes, I got the moves like Jagger. There's no one better. When I cast this cloud of daggers, your brains will splatter. And I'm going to cast that at second level. And that is and 44. Fi- and a five foot, foot cube, cube on each side centered on a point. So where do you want to cast it? Because I got to put it somewhere. Oh, right, right around the Albert. Okay. Oh, it's a five foot cube. So I'll just do right here. So no one walk into that. <laughs> so you're casting cloud of daggers. Daggers begin to appear all around. And basically a creature takes 44 slashing damage when it enters the spells area for the first time or on a turn or starts its turn there. So it's going to take 11 points of slashing damage. You guys can see these magical daggers begin to slash in this owlbear, this Yaksha, and it begins to draw much of that black ooze from it. Nice. That's a lot of damage. Good stuff. All right. Anything else, Stella? I think that's it. Yeah, no. Okay. Roy. All right. Roy's going to do something stupid. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's going to walk up to it. Oh. And he's going to punch it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Oh, no. My hey. brother in Christ. All right. So uh, wait a minute. What, what is that part of inspiration? How much? Do I get to add? 1d6. It ain't enough. It might be. It might be. It might be. It might be. It'll give you a 14. If he rolls a 6. Well, he's still going to get fucked up. He needs to roll high. That's not going to be high. (laughs) (laughs) Roy, as you go to punch the owlbear, the Yaksha, its claw comes up and it grabs onto your fist and it looks at you, hissing. Uh, It caught your fist. It caught Uh. your fist. Oh. That didn't go well. <laughs> you giving me that fucking Frieza look, dog? Like, nah, you may strong up. Oh, man. All right. Anything else, Roy? Because you about to get fucked. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I think we need to kill it now. Uh... I, got, I got spared the dying. It's, it's good. It tilts its head, it head and it slowly moves its face in front of yours, hissing while it's, it's holding said. his hand. It said, the fuck do you think you're doing? (laughs) And you know he's looming over you. Yes. Like Uh, a cliff. That's all he can do. All right. Yeah, it was enough. (laughs) Your turn, Yome. I'm going to try to hit it. I got to try to kill this motherfucker. Do I need to move in order to flank it? Yeah. You you have advantage now. So roll again because you might crit. (laughs) So 15. Add one. So you'll deal damage, free bludgeoning damage. So you smack the back of the Yaksha as it's holding on the Roy's Dude, it's about fist. to get mad as fuck. Your Roy's mace, over here trying to hit it. Your I'm mace just not. bounces off of it like it was rubber. Oh. It doesn't even notice that damage. For oh, three. oh, wait. Can I take that back? Oh, no. I wish I could take it back. I fucked up. I forgot I had cantrips. What am I doing? <laughs> Shoot. Fuck. All right. That's it for Yome. Hota. 
Need that melty brain <sighs> shit right about I know. Now. Give me Eldritch Blast. Holter gets into a samurai stance. He hunkers down, and he's about to quick draw on this Yakcha boss. You have advantage, too, because of Yome, so. Yep. And we're getting that sneak attack value. So roll again in case you crit. Roll again. Two nineteens. Ni- <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that, so, the scimitar definitely hits. We'll roll right. that and my sneak attack. Uh, yep, my sneak attack for four slashing damage and seven sneak attack damage for a total of eleven. So you slash into the owlbear trying to get it to let go of Roy, and as you do so, its other arm comes up to try and block you, and you cut almost halfway through it. You feel your scimitar getting somewhat stuck, but you're able to pull it away, and it just hisses out. It's not dead. Ooh, he's going to use his cunning action. He's going to back up a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. do a Dark Souls back up. All right. <laughs> with that, Omog goes, and Omog sees Roy is now struggling with the Yaksha. Omog goes, not today. No more kill, purifier. We purify you. And he's gonna walk. Purify you. He's gonna walk around as much as he can, and he slashes at the creature. Let's hope he hits. A fourteen will hit for eleven slashing damage. He comes around, and with his glaive, the arm you cut into Loot Hota, his glaive cuts into the same arm, and he cuts the arm off. It goes flying. As you see the arm go flying from the owlbear. The same thing, Hota, that happened with the human that you cut the head off happens with the owlbear. You see the bloody ooze turns into an arm and it reaches back to where the severed arm limb is. It grabs onto it and it pulls it back and it begins to heal. Oh my goodness. Oh, hell no. And Omog just eyes widen. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cut and dry on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and it is now the Yaksha's turn. The Yaksha staring at Roroy. I'm going to make an attack with its claw. I got a 17. Does that hit you? Yes, that does. All right. Let me roll bye. the damage. Bye. Yes, bye. All right. So, oh, no. So that is. All right. So, uh, 13 points of damage. Oh, <sighs> Roy's knocked out, unconscious. You see what happens is the Yaksha, it pulls Roy while it's holding onto Roy's fist. It pulls him up into the air. And as it pulls him up into the air, you just see the other claw that just got reattached, his arm, slashes into Roy through his armor. And he ends up throwing Roy. I'll make a strength check. I made fucking 20. You see, mm. it throws Roy across the cave. Oh, as Roy goes skidding into the ground, bleeding out as it hisses. It goes and attempts to bite Omug. Oh my god, that's a 23. Oh. With its beak, and that is going to be... Oh! Oh! 15 points of damage. As it bites oh, into man. Omug for 15, Omug is not down. He is at 3 HP. It bites into Omug's neck and Omug drops to a knee. Oh, bastard! <laughs> and the Yaksha is just hissing out. That is its end of its turn. Omug's at three HP. Roy is down. 
Stella, it is your turn. Oh, actually, roll me damage because it started its turn within the cloud of daggers. Roll me some damage really quick. Roll high. Uh, it's, it's 44, actually, right? It's 44. It's actually going to move out of that too because it, it is smart. So it's going to step forward to get out of that. But because it started its turn there, it will take damage. Oh, 14. Nice. 14 slashing damage. Let me take that. Nice. Okay. And I am going to move up here so I'm within range. <sighs> All right. And I'm going to look it and it's beady eyes and tell it, leave this fucking cave. I'm going to cast suggestion. <laughs> It's okay. its home. I think we fucked up. <laughs> All right, so it's a concentration spell. So you have to and don't attack us again. It'd be specific. You, know? you suggest a course of activity and magically influence a creature you can see with a range that can hear and understand you. Creatures that can't be charmed are immune, and uh, creatures with a suggestion must be worded in such a manner to make a course of action. All right, make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it must do the action. Okay, so let me make us. Because it can understand you. I rolled a 15 plus its wisdom. So that's going to be a, let's see here. That is going to be a 16, I think. So I need to beat a 14. So it did beat the 14. Now what happens? It doesn't. So if if it doesn't, if it doesn't succeed, on a failed save, it pursues the course of action you described to the best of its ability. So basically, it just ignores it. You fucking <laughs> fuck. Yeah, it needs to fail this save in order to do that. Well, shit. So as you say that, it looks over at you because owlbears being creatures don't <laughs> understand common, but because it's a yaksha, it definitely understands you. So that's why it was able to attempt to affect it. So it looks at you, Stella, and it stares at you knowing what you just tried to do. Oof. <laughs> I ran back to the door. <laughs> In my bitch-ass turn. All right. Roy, I need you to make me a death saving throw. Roll me a yes. d20. Oh, that's two successes. You are a natural 20. So you have Sweet. two successes out of three. All right, Yome, it is your turn. Blame oh, yeah. Me. Well, I can't do nothing about y'all. Sorry. <laughs> we got to kill it. All right. I make a dexterity saving throw. All right. I rolled an eight, so it failed. So deal mm-hmm. 1d8 radiant damage. One point of damage. Burns the back of the Albert. One is not enough to kill it, but it's getting there. Bullshit. It's really close. How do I roll a one? Yeah. So ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Do you stay there? <laughs> if you do, it's Hoto's turn. Um, I mean, yeah, because he'll get an opportunity to tag. I mean, I guess I can like I if I need to move over. Yeah, you could for... do that. Yeah. Just don't step into the cloud of daggers that's still there. <laughs> that squares? Yeah, that green square. Don't step okay. into the cloud of daggers. Well, I won't. All right. Hota, what are you doing? Hota sees what this bastard did to Roroy, and he knows that Roroy has learned his lesson in overconfidence. 
And he sees what happened to Omug, so he's going to charge forward, and he's going to try to slash at its thigh anywhere he can reach with his scimitar. With an advantage because of Yome being Let's roll that again. Side. All right, 19 will hit. Deal your damage with a sneak attack damage. One slash damage. <laughs> Here's a sneak attack. <laughs> Let's get the real damage in. Seven. Okay, so that'll be a total of eight. All right, so you rush up for eight points of damage with your scimitar. How do you kill the Yaksha boss? He slices into his kidney uh, with an unsheathing slash. Down with you. And that's it. As the Yaksha drops to its, uh, to its knees and its feet, uh, Omug takes his glaive. He just starts slashing into it over and over again. Die! Omug makes you dead! And he just keeps cutting into this thing as Probably the Yaksha just lies there now, oozing out in this blood. Omog, wait, just a, just a moment. He grabs his dagger. Okay, you can continue. He sheaths his dagger and walks away from it. <laughs> Omog stops for a moment, allows you the time to grab your dagger, and he just continues to just wallop it <laughs> with the glaze. <laughs> you see, oh Omog no. is pissed, man. He is fucking this he thing He should. Up. He's at 3 HP! <laughs> <laughs> he should be pissed. <laughs> I'm gonna go spare the dying Roy, or can I just get him up? I don't know. So you'd have to heal him. So unless you have a potion or anything like I that, I sure yeah. don't. We're dragging yep. him back. So you touch a living creature that I has slap zero. his face. I said, "Yep." So wake Ro- up, bitch. Roy is now stable, but he's still technically unconscious. He's just not dying. So you're able to save him, even though he got two successes on his death saving throw. He still had to make death saving throws, but he is now basically um, not dying, not bleeding out. So good call. And as Omog continues to cut into it, Omog just breathes heavily. We killed Yaksha boss. We did it. Good job, everybody. Oh, should we bring something back from that from that Yaksha as proof of its decease? Omog grabs the head after he had cut it off and he lifts it up. Omog will bring head. A big head, right? Stella Whoa. runs over and plucks a feather that's not tainted. Woo! This will be a nice keepsake. She stuffs it down her pants. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one in the books. I just killed oh. an owlbear. I was not scared. And I did it for the <laughs> She's just walking out toward the exit. Oh, is there anything on an owlbear? You took what'd you take? Owlbear feather. Oh, isn't the beak used for something? Well, he's got the head. The beak Boom of an owlbear to cure lycanthropy. Wonder yeah. how I know that. <laughs> Wonder how I know that. <laughs> well, he's got the head, I guess. So. Yeah, he's got the head. Or can I, if I roll like a some shit, will I know <laughs> if any of it's useful? I mean, you can make an investigation check or a nature check to see. Okay. Well, I don't know shit. All right. Uh, one. Uh, yeah. So your nature, you're looking. I'm fucked up. I'm so, hopping out of this. So Yome cavern. is inspecting the owlbear, and she's like, "This is a corrupted yaksha owlbear. There is, there is no animal left in this thing. It is corrupted completely. It is nasty." <laughs> so Hota, as you're looking around, Omaki begins to walk towards the exit of the cave with the head. You can still look around. There's still bodies around of the villagers. 
totally up to you if you want to inspect their bodies for anything. That's up yeah. to you. You are a rogue. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah, he's going to run a quick investigation on everything. All right. As you begin to investigate the bodies, I mean, they're standard villagers. They don't have a lot on them. But as you're looking around, you do find, you know, some of them have combined a total of 20 gold amongst all, all of them in there. And like he's, he's just a guy. He's not a good guy, per se. He's just a guy. So he's going to, you know, he's going to put the gold in his pocket. All right. So you got 20 gold. Other <laughs> than that, they don't have anything really useful to you at this point in time. That's fair enough. Oh, let's, uh, let's head back to tell these villagers they might be safe. I need a drink, a woman, and some food. What do you say? Let's go. Omog looks at the rest of you. Omog is ordered to go to Kaori Shrine after this. Where are you headed to next? Damn. We are are supposed to go there, too. (laughs) We have to report the Kaori Shrine. So, oh, man, I have to delay my food. Mm. So you can travel with Omog to Shrine. There we see priestess and we shall inform of our success. Omog thanks you for saving him from Yaksha. You are one of our fellow samurai, right? Yes, Omog is a samurai. I defend on a shine guard. He taps him on his shoulder if he can reach up there. <laughs> You can barely reach it, but you can get it. You're a good guy, Omog. All right, let's turn this stuff in. I'm tired of being here. Omog looks over at who's carrying Roy because he needs to be carried. Not me. I got I'll, seven HP. I'll drag. I'm gonna drag him by the foot. I'll say, Omog, big ass, can carry. <laughs> I got Roy. Omog, Omog looks I'll, at Hota. Make me a strength. Make me a strength. Dirty as shit up like that. Make me a strength check, real quick. Or athletics, uh, athletics skill check. Athletics, it is. Yes. All right, you're dragging him. He's too Damn. heavy. As you're dragging him, Omog looks over at you, Hota. Do you want me to carry funny man? Uh, well, if you feel like it. If not, I can drag him by the foot. I will trade you. You carry <laughs> Yaksha head. And he hands over the giant Yaksha's head to you. I hand Don't. over the foot. All right. He grabs Roy by the foot and he just slings Roy over the shoulder. This is going to be funny story. He called me off. I am <laughs> going to make his life living hell when he wakes up. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Let us it. go. If his head hits a tree <laughs> branch on the way back to village, that is oopsie from off because he called me off. It only makes it funny, eh? <laughs> Yes, maybe he wake up with boo-boo on his head. Oh. <laughs> so as Omog begins to walk out with Roy, he heads back towards Tano Village with the rest of you. And we will end this episode of Taverns and Caverns there. Thanks again for listening to another exciting episode of Taverns and Caverns, everyone. If you enjoyed our shenanigans, we ask that you please leave us ratings and reviews on Apple iTunes or any other podcast platform that you use. Also, please be sure to check out the Taverns and Caverns Patreon for exclusive content that you won't want to miss. You can find me on Twitter at HaphazardDM. Yo, I'm Brad. I play Stella. And you can follow me on Twitter at Blaze underscore Nancy Bride King or NBK. 
I am Robert Jones, and I played Hota Lu Bay. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Truebone, T-R-U-B-O-N-E. I'm Felicia, and I play Yome. You can find me on Insta or Twitter at Dagger Tribal. I'm Rod, or Rodimus, playing Roroy Rice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rodimus7901 or at Instagram at Rodimus83. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Those are all of our players and our cast members for Tyrants of Cavern Season 2. Until next time, take care.